0: Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy. I invite you to join me as we explore what it looks like to choose joy in the messy middle while embracing the inspiration, intention, and action that you can take to find joy in your every day. This is your host, Paula Jenkins. Welcome to episode 280 here on Jumpstart Your Joy. This week on the show, I'm really excited to be talking all about how you can look at the horizon and your perspectives in a time of transformation in ways that will help you find new joy where you are right now. And I'm going to share a brand new thing that I've been trying out called an easy week (laughs) and how you can implement that in your own life in ways that you can find more joy and spaciousness in your day to day. The really fun thing about this week's episode is you can also watch the video live on YouTube where I am recording and coming to you from the Sea Ranch, California, which is a very special place, and one that found its way into the book that I recently wrote, which is Jumpstart Your Joy, Heart-Centered Ways to Find Joy in the Messy Middle, which is right here, if you're looking at the video. So, um, before we get to the episode itself, I want to wish you all a very warm welcome and say thanks so much for tuning in this week and always. I just love being able to do this podcast, which has been around since 2015, and it's so exciting to be in the sixth year of production, where I'm also now, I've written a book, look at, I'm doing YouTube videos here on location, (laughs) and I'm just having so much fun with all of this. Uh, In my day-to-day life, I am a podcast producer, and I create amazing podcasts for some really cool heart-centered people who want to change their own industry from the inside out, and it is such a joy to get to work with them. If you want to find out more about the podcast, you can find everything you need to know over at jumpstartyourjoy.com. And you can find the show notes for this one, along with some links and some other information, at jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash episode 280280. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, while you're on the website, make sure that you check out my newsletter and get signed up for that. I like to send out information every other week as the episodes come out and tell you a little bit about what I'm doing, what's interesting me at this point in time, things like my huggy hoop earrings. And you can also buy my brand new book, Jumpstart Your Joy, Heart-Centered Ways to Find Joy in the Messy Middle. The link is right there on the homepage at jumpstartyourjoy.com. So let's jump into this episode, um, which I'm filming outdoors for a very specific reason. If you look behind me, you can see this, what is called a hedgerow. And behind that, which you can't really see, is the Pacific Ocean. And this place is very special. It's called the Sea Ranch and we rent a home here. So back when I started writing my book, back in October, September, October. We were also at this very same location. And what you can see today is this is a very sunny day. You can see the horizon. You can see this beautiful hedgerow. <laughs> and beyond that, you know that the ocean is there. One of the things that happened while we were here is we were having really inclement weather and it was very foggy outside. So I want to read a little bit from the book to you. Um, it's, this is from page 48. It's called Perspective and Horizons one of the truths about the messy middle is that the horizon feels very close it feels like you cannot see your options and that you are stuck a while back i was on a vacation with my family at a home we rented near the ocean i watched and delighted in the fog as it came in and changed the view from our windows when it was sunny out we could see all the way to the ocean but when the fog came in we could only see the hedgerow of trees near the house It struck me that the fog and the weather is like the change that we encounter in life. It comes in and it changes the view. The horizon feels close when the fog comes in just like our world feels close and too constricting when we are in the messy middle. The thing is, just like the weather, you get to decide how you interpret any given situation. This is not looking for a silver lining. This is deciding how you want to approach it and you get to choose perspective over fear. If it has become difficult to see your way through the fog or the messy middle of your life, these are the times to look for inspiration, to act as a light to lead you through the fog. And I liken that light-filled inspiration to joy, acting as a way-finding emotion. And of course, on the show here, I talk about the joy is a way-finding emotion. It's something that we aim for and that we shoot for. And... <laughs> <laughs> that it often can be the thing that we're aiming for. And even if we don't hit joy every day, we at least land somewhere in the space of contentment or happiness. So that's the piece in the book. And, and I just wanted to share this with you here today and also share a little bit more about this space that we love to come to so much. So this house that I'm at and that we're at this week is our second favorite home that we've found here at the Sea Ranch back probably eight years ago, we used to visit another home and it doesn't matter um, you know, where it is exactly or what the name of it is, (laughs) except that it was a place that was really special to us. Um, We first took our son up here when he was a little bitty tiny guy and my parents would come here when they used to live in Kansas City uh, and they would rent that house uh, and my husband's family has been here and been in that house and we got to know the family really well that owned it and I would say that we became friends with them. You know, we got to know them. Uh, we got to know their who their kids were. We got to know their story, and you know what they did for a living. And it was really interesting to get to know a home so well that you can kind of remember every room and every detail. It was really special, and it and it felt like even from the first minute we walked into that house, like we were coming home in a new way. And and so I think it's important one to notice when you find those places and like just soak them up and really love them for what they are and for what they offer you or your family. And then the other piece of it was that probably three years ago, we, you know, emailed one of the two, um, partners, the, one of the spouses and said, Hey, we'd love to rent your house again. Is it available? And the email that we got back was so heartbreaking and it was, I'm so sorry. You know, uh, my husband and I are getting a divorce and we can't rent the house anymore. And I know this is, this is small potatoes in the grand scheme of so many problems in the world and et cetera, but stick with me for a minute, because I feel like it does give an interesting lens uh, for how we can approach things in our everyday life here. The thing is, is that we felt such a loss in knowing that we couldn't go back to this place that we love so much. And we felt so much sorrow for the people and what they were going through because a divorce is not easy. And it's really hard to know that maybe they were, one of them might lose the house as well and not be able to come back here. And so it became this thing where like, oh, if we had only known the last time that we had rented the place, that it was the last time. Would we have marked it in some special way? Or, you know, leaving the the door for the last time, you know, said our little grateful thank yous to that home that had given us so many amazing memories. And, you know, it was just, it was a process. It was a mourning process to lose something that we loved so much and an interesting experience to go through knowing and seeing in hindsight how much it had meant to us. And so we went on the search. And we said, you know, we want to be able to keep renting up there. And what did we love the most about that place and that house and the way that it made us feel and the people that we rented from? And what we came up with was a very specific list of I'd like to be able to rent from a family who owns their home as opposed to going through a big rental corporation. Because it, it felt like I'd like to have another relationship with a family like the one that we had with that first family. And uh, we wanted something where we could be near the walking trails that make this place so special. So right out here, there is a walking trail that goes along um, the cliffs and you can walk out on the bluffs. And if you look on my Instagram page, you'll (laughs) at Jumpstart Your Joy, you'll see some more of those pictures. And we wanted a place with, you know, some other specific amenities, but those were the things put that intention, right? The inspiration originally, if we talk about inspiration intention and action here, the inspiration had been the original house. The intention was, I want to find these things again. And the action was go find them and start reaching out. And so we have since found another lovely family who owns another amazing home and who is happy to rent just individually. And that's where we're at. And it is amazing and I've noticed being here that yes, well, I miss the old home and I miss knowing every nook and cranny and I miss even knowing the smells (laughs) of like the pantry and how it kind of smelled like laundry detergent and um, just the, even the temperatures of the rooms were totally different and, and knowing how the light came in. I missed all that and now that we've been here three times. I'm starting to have that appreciation for this new place and the things that are different about it, but are also so beautiful about it. And So sitting here with this thought and these ideas, this, this visit was, this is a lot like, if we can make the leap here, it's a metaphor for how our life is right now in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, it's not about houses. It's not about being on the Pacific Ocean. But it is about how do we go from a space of knowing so well everything we loved about a life and a way of being and the comfort that we had in so many things. How do we go from that into the unknown, which is the messy middle, which is what we're talking about all season here, and even beyond that to the next thing, right? So I think these houses in this place, you know, it might seem a little bit. Silly or like you know count your blessings and and know what you have and, and um, why you're crying about a house, <laughs> but it's not that it's it's the in our lives right we can see back to the place in 2019 where things were just so maybe and special and we knew what to expect and we knew everything about our day to day and then we hit something that changed everything, just like that house was no longer available. And so we have to go find what is new and what works again and how we can find our new happy and we can find our new way in this space and find the things that feel that way again for us. And so that's, that's what I'm, I'm realizing. And that's what this, this couple of weeks actually has shown me is how can I find the new thing? How can I find the new place, the, and first identify. What is it that I want to bring into this new phase of my life? What was so good about the old phase that I can't imagine letting go of? And then what do I want to bring with me as I kind of craft what the new reality will look like for all of us and me in my own life? What are the things that I want to hold on to and what do I I want to release? And again, this isn't a silver lining, kind of like I said in the book, it's not a silver lining. I'm not pushing towards something. I'm very much letting it, what will be, will be and also acknowledging that we can mourn what we've lost we can accept what we have and we can push forward to a brighter and new beautiful future Um, so that's that side of it and one of the things that i've started doing in service of that in my own life is i started realizing that things feel very busy a lot of the time and and i think you probably in one way or another have that same thing in your life, I would imagine, as busy people who are so connected and so keyed in to everything, whether it's that you have a nine to five job or maybe you're an entrepreneur like me, but things feel very intense and very like, I have to do it right now and the thing that i realized was that i really deeply desired a break if you have not yet listened to my interview with dr ezzie spencer she wrote a book called lunar abundance and a follow up workbook the lunar abundance <laughs> workbook i think but it's all about um taking inspiration from the phases of the moon and looking at ways that you can um take time in your life to be or slow down and th- time in your life that you can do be in a doing phase or, you know, be active and working uh, on things. And her inspiration is from the moon and... She sees the phases of the moon also kind of indicate for us when those yin or resting and yang or active times are. And so if you haven't read the book or haven't heard that interview, I totally encourage you to go back and listen because it has revolutionized how I look at my own time. And here's the thing that I want to share with you. This is my passion planner. And the thing that I've done is I've gone through and inspired by Dr. Ezzie Spencer, I have highlighted the times of the month that are active. Those are the yang times, those are the doing times. And I'm so much more productive during those times of the month. And the thing that I took is it became so hard to figure out how I could actually harness that for a business, etc. So the thing that I decided for myself a couple months ago was that I would give a go of a easy week. And an easy week to me is that I'm scheduling in the third week of every month where I have less to do. And I feel like you could give that a go in your own life, whether again, if you're an entrepreneur or you have a nine to five job, you get to choose what easier would look like for you in that month and um, and make a change. I've penciled it in. I try and not schedule as many meetings that week. And I was talking to some of my mastermind friends today and they really love this idea too. And that's part of why I wanted to share it with you. It gives me a time each month where I know that I can spend, Um, some dedicated days to focusing on what the, what I want to bring into this world. So it's not as much focused on the client, uh, work that I'm doing for that week, but it is focused on time to grow a business, time to slow down, time to be a little bit more creative with my time. Uh, because I feel like those are the times that fill me up and, um, I really was missing that. And I can't wait for you to hear what Heather Chauvin has to say about this next week on the podcast. She wrote an amazing book. She is a cancer survivor. And she talked about how cancer for her had invited her to slow down. And the diagnosis of it was like kind of a wake up call for her in a lot of ways. uh, But one of them being that you know, we're so often in a reactive and a pushing and a yang mode that it is important to slow down and take some of our time back for ourselves. So a couple months ago, I started on with this easy week and it has really been so lovely knowing that as I go into each month, I do have time set aside to take care of some of the creative things that I really want to do. Maybe if I need to run an errand or something, there's time to do it in that week as well. And it just makes things feel easier. So whatever that might look like for you, I highly encourage that you give it a go. Um, You know, it could just be an incremental amount of feeling easier. Kind of a hat tip to Tammy Hackbarth on her 100% guilt free self care podcast. Because I think we all have to find a way, especially when we're right now in this messy middle, we're right now in this transitionary period where we know what our lives looked like before the pandemic hit and we don't know exactly where we're headed in the future. But here in this messy middle, how do we allow ourselves a little bit more ease and a little bit more space? And so I would say if you're wondering how to do this, take a little time for yourself to write out what might make your days feel a little easier (laughs) and then pencil in a week and see what you can do to slow down and take in some of the goodness and some of the ease and maybe some of the creativity that you want to have in your life uh, and really make a point to do it. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope you've enjoyed this outdoor event um, with me. And uh, if you want to find out more about those links that I mentioned about Dr. Ezie Spencer or um, about some of the other links, uh, you can head on over to the show notes, which is at jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash episode 280. And while you're there, of course, pick up the book. <laughs> Jumpstart Your Joy, Heart-Centered Ways to Find Joy in the Messy Middle. uh, Or you can find that on Amazon. It's there now as well. And on the next episode, I'm really excited. I mentioned that Heather Chauvin would be on, and she is coming. It's a great interview. Um, Her book is just about to come out, and it is Dying to Be a Mother. And I can't wait for you to hear our conversation about new ways to really sink in and find joy and trust your intuition about things. um, That's a really great conversation. So I hope you'll come on back for that. And until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy.